You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Blue Jays reporter Gregor Chisholm. And Gregor, uh, weird schedule. To, uh, they get the Yankees, the Red Sox, then this week the Blue Jays get the Yankees, and then the Red Sox again. Obviously a little bit home, a little bit on the road. Uh, they took two of three from the Yankees last week and then two of three from the Sox. So a solid week and then a solid night on Monday as they get to work again against the Yankees, opening up the second series in a couple of weeks with a solid start from Estrada. He goes eight shutout innings. Um, and maybe the biggest thing here was the eight innings because this is a bullpen that really needed a lift from the starting rotation, right? Yeah, the bullpen going into Monday was just an absolute mess because they hardly had anybody available. I mean, Roberto Osuna wasn't available. Uh, their top setup guys. Gavin Floyd, Jesse Chavez uh, weren't available. Uh, they were down to, to three guys before they added kind of an emergency arm before the game. Um, and so they desperately needed an outing like that. And, uh, you know, it seems like whenever the Blue Jays desperately need a, a strong uh, starting performance, Marco Estrada's already always there. I mean, he was there in the postseason last year. He was there time and time again during the regular season, and he's just carried it over into this year as well. They do go to the extra reliever with Ryan Tapera. Um, is he going to stick around a little bit, or was that just because of the situation that the team was sitting in? I think it's going to be relatively short-term. I think you're probably going to see it for uh, another few days. I think ultimately the goal will be to go back to that seven-man bullpen. I don't think it's going to be that long. Um, and at that point, it, he's probably the, the first one who will, who will go down. I mean, Chad Giroto is, is another possibility, but I think the Jays – uh, like having two left-handers down there. So it'll be either one of those two guys. But uh, Tapera probably won't be around for too long. He's He's been up and down before. He'll probably continue to be up and down the rest of the season. And they continue to kind of juggle that roster. And Jimmy Paredes gets DFA'd to make room. And we had talked about this before when he came to the organization that it probably wasn't a long-term situation. Yeah, and it's too bad because he was actually – I thought he was a really nice fit on that team. I mean, he gave the Jays something that they didn't really have, which was a, uh, you know, a pretty solid bat off the bench. And it was something that they made use of during his time there. I mean, uh, there are some guys in the Blue Jays lineup that you like to pinch hit for, whether it's uh, Ryan Goins, uh, Darwin Barney, uh, you know, Josh Tolley uh, when he's in there sometimes. Uh, and Gibbons really was able to pick his spot with Paredes. But uh, unfortunately, you know, I don't think the organization wanted to let him go necessarily, but it was a numbers game. And the fact is the Jays needed that extra reliever, and the only way that they could, could add a guy like that was to, to, to cut loose Paredes because uh, they can't option Ryan Goins or Darwin Barney because Troy Kulowitzki's on the disabled list, and if, and if one was to get hurt, uh, they wouldn't have a replacement. So they need to keep both those guys in the 25 men. Yeah, you mentioned uh, you know guys that you want to pinch hit for, and certainly now with Tulo out and those guys getting time instead of second, now that Travis is back, they move over to short. I guess the timing could have been worse if Tulo had gotten hurt before Travis returned. So if he had wanted to find a silver lining, there it is a little bit. But Tulo, what a tough start. You know, he hasn't hit well this season, and now he goes back on the 15-day DL with that quad strain. Um, and he's a guy that's battled injuries throughout his career. So how frustrated does he get 
as a player, knowing that he's been through all of this so many times? You know, he's he's really good at hiding his emotions, but uh, you know, at least when you're talking to him, he he seems to keep that even keel approach. But you can you can still kind of tell deep down that I think this really has bothered him, and and certainly I think when it became most obvious was you know his struggles on the field. You could uh, you know he was striking out looking a lot of times. Uh, he, he was complaining to umpires a lot more than he did in the past, and then finally it seemed like um, you know he was putting some, together some good at bats. Uh, over the last two weeks before um, before he got hurt. So finally, when he had some positive momentum, he, he uh, you know, loses it all because of the injury. And that's something that he's had to deal with time and time again over the, over the last several years. He's had a really tough time staying healthy. Uh, and, and I think it has to mentally wear on a guy over time like that. We mentioned the schedule right now and, and kind of being key with the division opponents, obviously, and, and a team in the Yankees that's right there with the Blue Jays and then the Red Sox, obviously, in first place right now. Um, so it's a it's a big stretch. When you look at this Blue Jays team, we're, we're a little past the quarter mark here on the season. They've had to deal with some key injuries, obviously. Um, if you had to kind of sum up the state of the team right now, do you feel like they're in a good place, I know they, they want to win this division and they came in with high expectations, but considering everything they've had to deal with so far, sitting where they are, do you feel like they're still in a in a striking place and in a place where they look around and feel like, hey, we're in a good spot? To me, I think things started to change last week in New York. And, you know, they did take three or four to Minnesota, from Minnesota before that, but it wasn't a great series. And, uh, you know, they had a chance to sweep that and they, they let it get away. Uh, but going into New York, they, they really started to play some pretty good baseball. And then, uh, you know, carrying that, um, you know, into into the series into, into Toronto as well, uh, you know, for the, one of the first times, it kind of, to me, it kind of felt like 2015. Um, you know, when they uh, found a way to, to battle back into games, they fell behind early, but the bats uh, kept them in it. And, and I think for the, really the first time this season, they're really starting to build some positive vibes. And, you knew that a, a streak like this was going to come at some point in time. So, you know, the old cliche is teams are never as good as, as they appear during, you know, winning streaks and never as bad as they appear during losing streaks. Remains to be seen where this team is a couple of weeks from now. But I think that swagger is starting to return to the clubhouse a little bit. Uh, and it's happening at the right time because, as you touched on, that, that schedule uh, with all those games against the AL East, they really needed to step up during this stretch to avoid getting buried. And uh, so far they've been able to do that and, and build a little momentum along the way. Yeah, and you mentioned the weekend. I think Saturday stands out in a situation where they battle back um, and, and they get to Craig Kimbrell, who, who's obviously one of the best closers in the game. But then despite that, in the eighth inning, David Ortiz homers in the ninth, and again you're behind. And I think a lot of teams, I don't want to say a lot of teams, but most situations when you battle back and then the other team takes the lead anyway, that's usually it. But the Blue Jays found their way back again, rallying twice against obviously a good Red Sox team. At home, you get the crowd into it. I feel like when you have a successful season, there's little magic, magical moments along the way where you get that momentum going, and, and it's just it's a feel-good game. And Saturday was definitely one of those. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it just it just felt like last year because that's we saw so many games like that in 2015, and uh, this year just for so many games you're waiting for the offense to just kind of come to life like that, and and you really did see it this weekend. And, that doesn't mean it's going to carry forward necessarily, but I think there is a lot of good vibes in there. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, I think there's a chance for that momentum to carry forward because as you touched on that, that is definitely one of those kind of signature moments of, of, of a series that uh, every good, of a season, every good team needs to have. 
and that walk-off hit went to Devin Travis, and he still hasn't, uh, I guess, worked his way back up to the top of that order. Um, he's been towards the bottom. He's He's been fifth, but that's a big hit. Is he starting to feel comfortable? Because I know he's basically kind of playing through his spring training right now still. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, he's 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 looked pretty good, uh, you know, especially considering, as he touched on, you know, the, the fact that he hasn't had a whole heck of a lot of time. And, uh, but he's been back. He's been basically playing every single day. He didn't get – uh, one token day off earlier this week, but for the most part, he's the everyday guy, and he's given that uh, lineup a different look, and I think it's, he's given it a nice little boost as well. So uh, he, he's, a, he's a really nice addition that the Blue Jays have been waiting a long time for, and I think that is something that can help them offensively as well. The Blue Jays, uh, I guess for their 40, 40th anniversary of the franchise, Gregor, uh, paid tribute to some of their top hitters. I know there's a great photo of those guys all out there with their bats. Was that a cool moment for this team coming off of what they did last season, but to be able to look back on on also some of the glory days of this season and some of the great players that have swung the bat at Rogers Center? I think so, and, and I think that's like something that uh, you know th- this organization does pretty well is, is honoring uh, its tradition. It's something that they've really focused on now for uh, really the last 10, 15 years. Uh, going back, and you know, even though it's you know 40 years isn't a whole lot compared to some of the other teams out there, but they really do a nice job. And it was it was nice to see guys uh, like Carlos Delgado, uh, even a guy like Vernon Wells. He hasn't been retired for all that long, but it was nice to see him come back as well. And uh, Sean Green, and you know, there's a long list of guys from the 80s as well. Jesse Barfield. I mean, it was just it was nice to see that collection of talent. And it, it's an interesting way to honor the 40th uh, anniversary as well because. You know, this, the focus this time was on the hitters. There's going to be a day for the pitchers uh, in July, I believe, and then there's going to be a top moments uh, in, in August, I believe. So this is kind of a, this is kind of like a, a season-long celebration. You're going to see a lot of these people uh, kind of filter through this uh, city this summer. All right, this has been MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition. For Gregor Chisholm, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.